Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hardender Hosers. I am Kyle, never gets injured, and I'm here with Alex, always gets injured. Always injured. <laughs> and we are back with another monthly bullshit session, except we're kind of looking at the one month mark in the rearview mirror. So I guess this is a monthly ish bullshit session. Well, we had an important interruption. We did. Very important. So sorry for missing the last one, but uh, I had surgery. So yay. Now I'm made up of two other people's fair parts. Yes. (laughs) You're so cultured now. Oh, I am. I mean, we could get into the jokes of all (laughs) who these came from, from old ladies to uh, all kinds of ethnicities. (laughs) Yes. Multicultural. Multicultural. Mm-hmm. You have like the knee of United Nations inside you. Yes, I do. So that's exciting. So uh, what kind of recovery time are we looking at? A year. A year. So will you be participating in winter sports next winter? Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah? Yeah. We're not going to just ride it out in winter to make it extra healed up? Oh, well, it'll be a year, like rolling around to next fall. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking of fall, the leaves are uh, starting to change here, which yes. may not be the same in every part of the world. No. But. And I'm pretty much willing to guarantee that it's not three or four degrees every morning for most people now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I enjoy fall. I like that crispness where you, you no longer just like soak your gear in sweat. Yeah, I'm and a big fan of hoodies. There's a good amount of moisture in the soil, but it's not like rain soaked. Definitely, definitely. We're not uh, not getting into the, we're not at the slimy riding season yet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. So you know how just, you know, we're riffing off of this monthly bullshit session. You know how like there's so much... So many people in the world with so much money now. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, with all these people in the world with so much money, how is there not a real Batman yet? I, wow. I, right? My mind's, yeah. Where's the real world Bruce Wayne? I know. People are trying to get to space, and I'm like, eh, I want Batman. Yeah. Because let's be honest, there's no way that. Yeah, Batman's real, anything less than the real Jeff Bruce Bezos Wayne. or yeah, yeah. Why isn't Jeff Bezos Batman? Yeah, right. I, mean, I know. As I we don't. talking to our Amazon purchased microphones <laughs> on our <laughs> yeah. Amazon yeah. boom arms. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why? Like, I'm a little upset that he's not Batman. Yeah. Well, I guess would we know if he was? There's no bat signals in the sky. There's no Batman yeah, on the yeah. news, so I'm I'm willing to bet there's no Batman. But there should be. Bezos man. Bezos man. <laughs> I guess that defeats the point because we don't yeah. know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was a little thought experiment that I came up with. I, Everybody's, well, yeah. I don't even know where to file that in my brain. I know. I know. So we'll let you, let you chew on that for a little while. But anyways. I don't think Elon Musk has it in him to be Batman. He's a little on the chonky side. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's out there pioneering, I was just thinking of us going to space <laughs> and his rockets. I'm like, oh, he could be. No, he couldn't be Batman. Yeah. <sighs> He'd be like support staff. Yeah. For all the gadgets. Like, what's the what's the butler? 
Batman's butler. What's his name? Uh, Elon could be that guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Alfred. Alfred, yes. I like Elon better. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Moving on. That was, that was so, just a little, little yeah, tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dirt bike stuff. Dirt bike stuff. So big news, the new Liat lineup got dropped. Yeah. And? So it looks good. Yeah. I'm almost sad I bought new riding pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Liat has released gear that's like super cheap. Really? Yeah. And like the whole, they're selling kits with like shirt and pants. That's super cheap. Really? Like 140 bucks. Wow. And it's like, well, I'd run those for two years, throw them away and buy a new set. Yeah. But it's the Leah. Well, they last two years. Like, did they make another Fox 180 where they're just like a two ride pant? Yeah, but it is Leah. It is. They have a name, but they do. It's their budget stuff. So if you bought it and you got two rides out of it, they did have to create a new tier. It is the 3.5. Oh, yeah. But I, I saw that, and I thought that would be great. No, that's that's good. Speaking even, of people getting even, richer, yeah. it's good to, to, you know, the common folk. Totally. Have someone we can afford. Yeah, especially if, like, myself that just shreds gear. Yeah. And it's definitely disposable. Yeah. It would absolutely be a great idea, I think. So the most important, po- uh, most important question to ask though about this new line of gear yes does it have pockets snack pockets no it doesn't oh i know i know no no i know but hear me how much is a zipper worth though like i know just throw 10 extra dollars at it and throw a zipper in there sorry but we're gonna we're gonna give my mom a plug because i haven't used my pocket in my fxr pants yet oh because yes, I've seen these. These are nice. I, they, gotta, I gotta harass her. You should harass her. She's got so many of them. Um, yeah. So my mom, Jfro underscore co on Instagram. Jfro co. Jfro co. Mom, mama, mommy. She makes a handlebar bar bag, and it is perfect. It's amazing. Wraps around the triple clamp over top of the bars. It is so yeah. nice. Yeah. And it's right. perfect. And it's so handy. It's like more convenient than a pocket on my thigh. Yeah. Yeah. So it fits right where that little bar pad is usually, right? Where it clamps on your bars. It you fits just, behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So you just pull that off, huck that. I leave it on. Oh, really? It fits right over that. Yeah. Perfect. So it goes on the outside of the bar mounts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then so it's actually like flush with the bottom of your triple clamp there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's there's like, like a nice little, little pocket. Yeah, yeah. And then zipper open. Just top oh. zipper. I think we're... What are you what, putting in there? I'm putting everything. How are your snacks making out in there? My snacks are good. You know what? The snacks and the phone. Yeah. So that's super handy having... How many RX bars you get in there? Oh, I could do... Are we talking with phone or without phone? Mm, with phone. With with phone, I'm doing. I could pro, depend mm, without mashing them. I'd say I'd say at least two. Yeah, and that's going to get a guy through a ride. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's super exciting. So my climb, knack pack, backpack, oh, the it... shoulder straps now carry snacks and not my phone. Uh, yeah, that's a handy yeah. spot. Yeah, you just. 
the it's, it's right there. Pull it up. Exactly, it, especially if you're taking pictures and videos and whatnot on yeah. the phone. It's just right there. Have to dig around. Yeah, absolutely. So go to Jay Froco Instagram. Give my mom a follow. J F O underscore J F R O. J Fro J F R O underscore C O on Instagram. Give her a like, buy some stuff. She makes a bunch of stuff and it's yeah, awesome. It's good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. She's actually doing really well with it. I'm surprised. Yeah. I didn't think she was going to make it, but here we are. Yeah, but that, you she's know, so successful now. When you enjoy what you do and you make good stuff, it's true. Know, people buy it. Yeah, it sells itself. Yeah. 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 That case in hand right there. Yeah. So. That's that's where I'm at. So I'm kind of debating on just going back to having pocketless pants, pants again. That would do it. That, uh, that. I know. I kind of got them at the same time. I was like, oh, I haven't opened my zipper pocket yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. A little fun factoid there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. super handy little accessory. And actually, I put that in a old episode, I was talking about this Shinko MX-216 that I love so much, the rear tire. Mm-hmm. And my review pretty much holds up. Like, I think it's a pretty good all-around tire. And actually, the sticker does say all-around on it, yeah. which is a weird describing word for a sticker on a tire. <laughs> but uh, but it's true. So it's good. I had the Double stripe EFO, double green stripe EFO 7 on there with like missing 50% of the lugs at least. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I think this tire's done. So I pull it off. I put my, an older Shinko 525 cheater on there. Yeah. The big lug. Big lug. It had, it was 70% still, I think. Yeah. I had it for one ride and I was devastated at the lack of traction. And so I immediately pulled it off that ride. So let's, let's break down what you think makes that. What was, what made that tire bad for you? We're so we were briefly talking about the yeah the we were talking about this, this at morning. breakfast. Yeah. Um. So I have come to the conclusion where I think that an ultra soft carcass is more important than almost any of the lugs. Mm-hmm. So especially for us that run mooses and. We don't give a shit about flats, flats, yeah, or tire pressure or anything. And actually, I think that's why tubeless guys are bragging about all their one psi, two psi in the tire. Yeah, they got like four ply sidewalls. Yeah, and I think that's like they're just trying to get to they're get trying to get to ground zero with mooses and soft carcasses. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, oh, I think that's why. But I think like. I don't know. I, I'm going to take a moment to hate on tubeless because yeah. I like to seize the opportunity. Because we don't like tubeless. But if you're running like those super low pressure, you, uh, I don't know. I just, your poor rim. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, you have your high pressure bladder and that protects it, but not but like does a moose. It really? Yeah. And then the other thing is bouncing, like the, the damping effect of like you, the shock absorber inside of your spring on yeah. your shock, it absorbs energy and slows down the bounce. You don't have to rebound. A moose does the exact same thing in your tire, in your rim. It deadens the blow, absorbs energy, and reduces the rebound. Equaling traction. Which is traction. It keeps your tire on the ground. It's not bouncing. And when you're at those low pressures, you, you're adding an undamped spring, like even more so than yeah. you were before. I don't know. 
<laughs> Run moose, buy moose. And live happily ever after. Yeah. Like we're going on like 200 hours plus oh, yeah. on our mooses and they're fine. Yeah, no, I think they the, started out at nine PSI and now they're, I don't know, maybe down to four or five, uh, yeah. but still totally rideable. I think the old myth of like, oh, you got to pull it out and grease it every ride. That, like that's so dead. Yeah. Uh, everyone's moved on. Or even only year. lasting Somebody says one that tire to you, or you two tires. Tell, uh, yeah. Somebody punch, should... punch them in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I lasted two tires and I got to grease it every ride. Like what? This isn't 1990. Come on. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, I think mooses have come a long ways. So that's our opinion, okay. but they, yeah, the so, soft carcass uh, I think is yeah, yeah. king. And then this MX-216, I, so I put that on right after 525, super soft carcass, but it's got the medium compound lugs and it was definitely better than the 525 that was flip-flopped with the stiff carcass and the soft lugs. Yeah. So 216 was definitely better. That review I had holds water. Yeah. Um, but it was noticeably not as good as the double green stripe PFO seven missing half the lugs. Yeah. Because so, of that. Yeah. We're uh, we're kind of prompted by Dave's Instagram post there with a, a you know the classic all the center logs are gone on the super soft, some of these super soft tires where they yeah. start cracking at the base. And we were kind of talking the, the super soft compound, longevity of tire. Like, you know, I, I love those tires. They're great for a race. The, oh, the long so lived good. is kind of, uh, so getting into that, trying to find that happy value of a tire that gives you enough traction whether stiffening up the lugs or going to like a dual compound is enough uh, to bridge that gap or if you just got to run tires missing half their lugs yeah, longer you than just you want to accept that you know that tire with nothing in the center is still going to be better than your MX tire with the and, and that's just it like missing half the lugs is fine when you're doing like the rocky technical stuff, as soon as there's a loose climb, that's when you really yeah. fails. Like it stops being better every or good everywhere. Yeah. And then you really just have to pick your battles. Yeah. If you had a sand hill or something that you roll up to, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I dummied everybody on the riverbed, but, yeah. but now I can't make this. Yeah. This sandy the hill bottom. climb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think if the, do you think it's a lug height problem that's causing the tearing or just the super soft? Like, we were talking the double green EFO versus single green because the Midas, like, so, aside from the tread pattern on the Midas, I mean, you have yeah. two different compounds there, so you can really compare just sure. one change at a time. And I think it's the compound. Like, I don't think the lug height has too much to do with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you because I had that double green and I shed all the center lugs out of it, but I, yeah. I don't do that on a single green. Oh, really? Yeah, my single greens have all kept, they round off and then wear down. Oh yeah, they turn into nubbins. Yeah, kind of like my tire shelves there in my yeah my yeah, butt exactly. my butt hole. Yeah, your butt hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Gone are the days of man caves. Yeah, we're bringing in butt holes. Yeah, place to hang out with your buds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just the picture of what we're talking about for the viewers, like that rounded where generally it happens on the, the leading edge first of the tire where you're, the 
And there's no straight edge. You start to round it off into the round, but then once that hits a point, it kind of stops rounding and then your break edge starts kind of catching up. And then you end up with these like not quite, but almost symmetrical kind of round bumps. Yeah. And that's that's where my single greens have all ended up. Yeah. Which is not bad because then you still do get like a little bit of paddle action still like all the way through as opposed to missing half the lugs. So... What, do you think like the holy grail tire would be like a double green carcass with single green compound and a little bit taller lugs? Like, do you think you could get away yeah. with a taller lug in a single green compound? I think so. And like, if even like another two mil or something. Like, yeah. I hate to bring up tire life, but just having a little bit taller lug, just a little extra. For sure. And like the double green EFO 7 is... It's $180 or something. Like, oh, that's no small investment for a tire that's going to not last as long as no. $100. Well, what's a single green? Uh, I just looked them up, actually. They're about $150. Yeah. We'll which keep, is reasonable. Yeah. That, that's, that's in which that's is the, in the league ballpark. with everything else. I like to kind of try and stay within the 125 to 150 yeah. margin. And we have uh, a lot of cultural... Uh, listeners, so that's in Monopoly money. Just so everyone's <laughs> aware that this is yeah. uh, the colorful Canadian Monopoly money. Yes, that doesn't fit into any American wallet. Yeah. Do you still have that American wallet? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so all of your money just like pokes out the top, just just prairie dogging over the, yeah. the lip of that. It's part of why I hate cash because it doesn't fit in my wallet. And yeah. Canadian wallets are just a terrible shape. They are enormous. They're pretty fat, yeah. like pretty tall. And yeah. Uh, I went full uh, accidental hipster and got like a minimalist front pocket wallet. Ooh. Yeah. The front pocket is in your shirt front pocket, so you can tuck it in through your little lapel. Right there. next to my pens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Your flies. <laughs> <laughs> For fly vision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that. Okay. Wow. Squirrel. Squirrel. Um, Perfect tire. Double. EFO carcass, yes. single green. And I have, we haven't run it yet, but we think the Kenda Gauntlet is going to be a good, happy, yeah. medium tire. Yeah. And you're saying you might have a, a line on a, a guy who owns one currently. Yes. You uh, could he's a little actually, fondle. Yeah. A little, little touchy touch. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He's actually got two. It's got the 130 and the 140. Oh, yeah. So the 130 was like way too small, like smaller than a regular 110. Yeah. Said his moose didn't fit in it. Ooh. So bought the 140 and it definitely like well, looks bigger. Just put that one on the shelf for when the moose is super packed out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm going to go touch and feel that and give it a squeeze. And I, uh, yeah. Hopefully it's everything I hope and dreamed it would be. Because I think it's it looks good. Yeah, that kind of what we're talking about, the tall lug with a yeah. medium compound and then hopefully a, a soft carcass. Yeah, exactly. That's because that's I can't go back now. Like I can't go back to any Shinko five twenty fives or yeah. any any hybrid gummies, anything like that. Yeah. You've converted me. <laughs> Had the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid after riding the bald IX09W. <laughs> and it like performed amazing. Gakoda. Gakoda. Yeah. So that's that's where we're at <laughs> with tires. And I think that's so yeah, to our listeners, buy mooses, buy super soft carcass tires, and win races. 
Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You're just going to win. Or just win. Yeah. Out there, winning. Yeah. Have the most fun. Have the most fun. And actually, I'd really like to get out to more races. If I'm still if I'm still in town here next year, I'd really like to travel and go down south to Vernon and uh, the Hardenboro Hoser Pit Crew. Yeah, Hoser uh, yeah. Pit Crew. Yeah. But it'd be nice to go down to actually do some races. Yeah. And I'm, we're kind of secluded up here, so I don't really know yeah. my how my skill level stacks up to yeah. a whole bunch of people and like real riders. Oh, are you dusty yet? Am I dusty? You can race uh, vet. I'm, I'm 30, so is that good enough? Yeah. You're in vet, bud. Oh, you don't even have to race those yes. punk kids in intermediate anymore. Oh, man. That's exciting. Yeah. I might have a chance. The vet class is like, there's some really good people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I've probably been riding trials in there. Rather in their than getting 1960s. smoked by, yeah. yeah, rather than getting smoked by 200 kids that are like yeah. 20 years old. Yeah, 12. Sandbagging yeah. with pro oh, times. <laughs> yeah. I know. So that's what I'd like to do. Running, yeah. Kamloops, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I'd like to do that because up here, there's not really a whole bunch going on. There's no races this year. Yeah. Any uh, Canadian listeners, any BC listeners, shoot us a message on your favorite, uh, was it the yeah, Pacific the Northwest Motorcycle Association race or uh, the VIH series here is quite good too, the island. I mean, that's a whole other. Oh, yeah. That's an epic journey. But yeah, so if I ever move to the island, like I'd like to, I'd really enjoy doing a whole series like the yeah, Vancouver Island. I think the Hair Scramble series. Like the, the other nice thing about the island is it's contained. Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing is that far away. Like, yeah, yeah, there can only be so many 20-year-olds that dust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And actually, while we're down south, I want to give BTB Ride Co. a shout out. Yeah, they've thank been, you for the love. Yeah, they've been sharing so many of our posts and super supportive. And yeah, so go out to their Instagram, BTB Ride Co. Give them a follow, like all their stuff, buy some stuff mm-hmm. because they're they're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's thanks, guys. Awesome. And you know, speaking of racing, yeah, I'm just going to, yeah. That BTB well, ride shout out was a little was a little random, but I just thought of them. Squirrel. Yeah. And they're Water Mainland racing. Yeah, exactly. Sport enthusiasm touring. Well, speaking of racing, why is Mario Roman not more competitive? Ooh. Because uh, he is such <laughs> a good rider. Um yeah. Like he has a different personality. He's doing well. Yeah. I, but I, I feel like he should be fighting for like the series win. I from seeing him a bit more off camera, he has quite the personality, and I think if something goes a little wrong, it goes really wrong. And uh, he has like the the fight mentality where he's either in it and he's like fully committed and he's angry and he's going for it and he's on fire. Or he like breaks a brake lever off and then Gives just up. like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, arms go up and kind of loses it. And then once he's kind of fell off the the horse that way, it's just all oh, over. Oh, yeah. That's my, I'm just speculating. I don't know yeah. personally or anything. Yeah. I just, um, I, I got a bit of a hint of arrogance from yeah. him. Because yeah, I've, like, I've got him on Instagram, got him on YouTube. And, Unbelievable rider. Oh, he's extremely talented. I agree. Uh, yeah. I was almost wondering if it's, like a stamina problem or 
something like that. But he does do like extremely well, yeah. and he's like such a good rider that I was yeah. Um, doesn't do endurocross, does he? Like he's definitely heavier on that. He's like a no, Jarvis he on the trial side. He did that one race in the states, actually. Yeah, the one with Cody Webb and whatever that that crazy enormous logger. Yeah, the one. Uh, TKO, the Tennessee. Non- no, not oh. the TKO. The other, the other endurocross race. That was because he did quite well at TKO like two yeah. years ago. I don't. How do you do this year? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember I don't, seeing. I don't know if he made it. I don't know. I only saw Billy because he's my man. Yeah, <laughs> freaking love the Billy. Unicorn. Yeah, so I only keep up on on Billy Billy I, stats. I think it's like I think the mental part of it and keeping it together and keeping it cool, especially yeah. at that level, is a huge part of it. And that I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, if somebody else has a different opinion, you know, shoot us a message, leave us a, a voice. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Why? Uh, what's what's holding Roman back? Because uh, like the you know you see the, Webb out there on the bike. Yeah, bike's good. We know the bike's good. Well, yeah, cool. yeah. No, I was just surprised. I thought he'd be more competitive by now. Yeah, but he's also might be aging out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is he thirty some odd? Yeah, it's got to be. He was a Spanish like trials rider champion too. I think. Oh I yeah. Know. It's got the dirtiest of dangles. Yeah. But yeah, so that's yeah. Yeah, so speaking of your man Billy, watching uh, his Instagram stories there with Walker on the beta, and I, I'm not trying. I'm I'm beta fanboy. I like him. They just the marketing of it's a fun bike, and the recreation side of it has hit home for me, and that's how I see it. And seeing Walker just rallying that beta, I, I just my first thought is like the poor bike. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, 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 you poor beta. But he's killing it. It looks great. He's doing so well. And actually, I've been supporting Johnny a lot this year. Yeah. I guess not supporting, but just like following and yeah. I'm super interested in it. Yeah. Fanboying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's doing well. And it's a good bike, it seems like. Yeah. And I think it's it's good to see somebody riding that on the competitive side. I mean, we had Webb rode one in Endurocross like way back and did quite well on it. Well enough to get him a KTM sponsorship. Yeah. But, you know, it's been a long time since then. We haven't seen a lot of, like, beta in the in the top. Especially the extreme enduro world. And they've really been going after that, you know. Enduro the, GP? Yeah. Enduro GP. Well, enduro GP, I don't, I don't want to take anything away because they've been doing great and their riders have been doing great. But when they were doing well, all, like, KTM and Husqvarna had pulled out. Yeah. And it kind of left a mishmash. So that there was a little bit less competition. So there was a hole to be filled. There, there was, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're they're back and it, they're yeah. still competitive. So they've obviously, they've learned a lot. And I'm not saying that they're not a competitive bike, but it just seemed in that period, they were really pushing that it was a fun bike, yeah. not a ready to race bike. Yeah. And seeing it going fast and seeing guys like riding hard on it and pushing it is great, I think. Yeah. Blew your mind. Yeah, you know, it's just it's good to see, for sure. They did a, they did a podcast as, after that day actually, and I was I was part of it. Oh, oh you made it in? Yeah, yeah, I made it in. So I'm doing all the legwork for so, for content over here. So yeah, yeah. What is the <laughs> uh, what is what was the podcast? So, Let us in. So the the podcast is two pro one slow. Yeah. That's Billy's podcast with 
Ed and Tommy Searle. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, they got a bunch of kind of questions afterwards and whatnot. And I wrote in asking what they run in their water bladders yeah. for like long races, Romaniac, Sersberg, whatever. Yeah. Sersberg isn't that long. Anyways. Um, cause we were talking about that before. Yeah. The last, oh, maybe the last monthly bullshit yeah, we're session. Yeah, snacks and I was talking about my, uh. My jungle juice? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a load of shit, but turns out it's not oh. too far off. Oh. I know. <laughs> Engineers aren't crazy after all. <laughs> I know. I know. So, turn, yeah, cable guys don't know as much as they think they do. So, what uh, what Johnny said he puts in his is the brand O-T-E powder. O-T-E. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I looked it up. It's just a British powdered energy drink thing. Yeah. But yeah, they said so, uh, don't run the tablets yeah. of stuff because that's just hydrating and y- you want um, something with carbohydrates. Yeah, you need some calories. Yeah. Huh, there you go. Yeah, so now I'm going to be on a search for something for probably something a bunch cool. of yeah. different carby energy drink yeah. powders. To go in there. Yeah. So when you say it's an energy drink, I guess, are we talking like a Gatorade where it's got your salts, but your sugars too? Or is it like yes. more on the Red Bull energy? Like just No, this caffeine? is more like in the Gatorade side. Yeah. I think. So more of a hydration sports beverage. Yes. And less of just like a salts and electrolytes. And yeah, that's it's the, not think, just caffeine and. Yeah. I think what the, like the noon stuff is just a lot of electrolytes. And salt. Yeah, exactly. Help you absorb the water and hydrate you. But you're saying, but you need, you need more than just hydrating. You need so you throw a noon in and like a pound of sugar. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. <laughs> or you know you could you could buy something that's proper. Yeah, yeah. Because huh. 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 I'd imagine you have to go out and buy those noon things, whatever they are. Yeah. Don't worry, we're not going to start dropping. What's that brand that you see ever? That was like. I don't, I don't We're know. Not name them. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's yeah. So anyway, so I was interested to find out about that. And Billy was saying to try a bunch. He said, uh, lots don't agree with his stomach as he's racing. Yeah. And he says, absolutely worth trying a bunch, especially if yeah, sure, you try it and it doesn't go well the first time. Yeah. And, you just, your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just shitting on the side of a mountain yeah. somewhere in yeah. the bush. Yeah, so don't try it on an epic ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I recommend some trial, trial drinking, yeah. trial drinking, drinking, trials. Yeah, some experimentation. Yeah, some experimentation. <laughs> experimentation on some local rides first. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's pretty much what, what I came up with. Oh, and actually, a funny story. While I was like Googling all this stuff, I was Googling like a sports drink and all this energy mixing powder. And I came across the, a question that said, what is, what is the most powerful energy drink? Okay. I know. I know. It was like, it was like called like red line adrenaline or something. (laughs) Of course. It's got a cheesy name. Yep. Oh yeah. I was like, fuck, that's a good way to get dead drinking one of those. (laughs) It's like that doesn't even thirty sa- days of coffee <laughs> packed into one. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even sound like it's a good idea in the best 
Yeah. Best of times. Red line or flat line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Beep, 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 yeah. Beep. And huh. we don't need any more of that. No. But yeah. Anything you want to add? We uh, talked about a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. No, I, I think the, you know, we started, we chewing a little of breakfast over tires and that value ratio and yeah, some Instagram coverage. Uh, yeah. At Hardenduro Hosers. At Hardenduro Hosers. Shoot us a message or hardendurohosers.com. We've, we've, we've been getting more followers. Yeah. Are we? What's in the inbox? We got any good uh, good questions? Oh, we did. We got a voicemail. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. To our number one fan, the message was pretty broken up and oh. we couldn't really make it out. Oh, is that? I was hoping that it. Sorry, it's been a long term. I thought it was fine, but then it was just my phone that was making it all break up. No, I, I downloaded it on my computer, my phone, and everywhere. And it's. Son of a bitch. We're sorry, uh, Harlan. I'm sorry, Harlan. We. If you can try again, <laughs> let us know. Uh, we're curious what you had to say. But Harlan's we, back is still pretty sore, I think. Yeah. From pulling the team. Yeah. <laughs> from carrying the weight that none of these other listeners are doing, which I'm sad. So what else is going on in the uh, the old Insta world? 197 the, followers. Oh, oh. And we broke 5,000 listens. I think we're probably crossing six. What? We're, yeah, oh, we're, my goodness. We're, we're a pretty big deal. Not even. We're kind that's, of a big deal. Um, yeah, Instagram accounts. Have you, uh, what have you stumbled on lately? What's the What's Ooh, the exciting feed? Actually, you know what? I, I stumbled across a l- somewhat local. Um, I think he's in Alberta. Spencer Wilton. Uh, Give yeah. him a little plug. His yeah. Instagram is awesome. I'm super big into Endurocross. Yeah. I love it. And he's an Endurocross guy from Canada. Rides with Tristan Hart a bunch. Yeah. And he's got tons of good clips. And he's never going to disappoint scrolling on the feed. Well, yeah, let's... Who's he right for? What's he on? Uh, he's on a gas gas. Huh? Like a 350 or something, I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure... I don't, I don't know if he's sponsored all that much. Yeah. Uh, but he could be after, you know, our 197 followers get a hold of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw the, for our Eastern listeners, our Ontario audience, the Corduroy Enduro is a go. They're going to do all outdoor registration to uh, keep it COVID friendly, but they are going to run the race. They ask riders to be oh. respectful and wear a mask when you're within two meters of people who are not of your immediate family. Oh, uh, good. But that's a go. They've been out doing a ton of work on the course. It looks really soupy this year. Um, so hopefully in the next week it dries out a little. They're making a whole bunch of new... I'd really like to race that. Yeah, it's a good time. I highly suggest it, uh, anyone who's out there uh, or in Canada. It's, is it just a grind? Like, is it just a big, long race where you... It's long. It's not it, terribly hard, but it just, like, wears a guy down? No, the the hard part of it is being consistently smooth. Like, the midway through, like, three-quarters of the way through day one. Um, so, the Corduroy Enduro, I think it's about 150 kilometers a day for two days. And wow. you ride. So it's a long time. Uh, it's like eight hours of riding. And, well, yeah, for me, racing uh, novice B. With a 500. With a 500. 
uh, three quarters of the way through day one, my hands were like lobster claws. Like I, I couldn't pull my clutch in. I couldn't grip my bars anymore. I was just like, just hanging on using the engine brake. This was a few years brake. ago too. Yeah, this is, this is 2016, the fall of 2016. Yeah. Not and too many years of riding <laughs> under your belt. Ago. Yeah, it was pretty fresh. And, uh, yeah, it was, but being consistently smooth, I think is the, the challenge of it. And it gets its name, uh, the corduroy enduro from, they lay logs perpendicular to the trail in the really marshy sections so that you, when you ride across it, you kind of get that. Oh yeah. And that, that's what corduroy is. And those are extremely slippery. Like you have to come into it pretty hot and then almost kind of roll off a little and just like coast across. Cause if you get on the, you get on the, like the bark stripped off and they're covered in mud. Oh, okay. At least they're not lengthways. Pretty greasy. Yeah. 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 Well, like if you touch the gas, it just seems to like kick out on you and you're laying on your side and some muddy logs. Yeah. Probably going to get ran over. Yeah. But they're definitely seem to be pushing it more towards the technical side, like in the expert and pro class, some of the stuff that they do on Greens Mountain and there's some waterfalls that they've put in. Oh, yeah. But I would like from the clips of it and compared to what we write up here, it's like... 20 feet of green line, like a normal oh, yeah. ride out here. So like the most technical part of the pro class is. Yeah. So it's all, it's like, it, I guess it's a cross country race at the end of the yeah, day is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, it's a true enduro style. So you start on your minute and you have test sections. And then when you exit the test, it's all done on your helmet transponder yeah. and uh live laps does it. So you can see your times immediately. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, you get, become good friends with the guys on your line. Yeah. They usually mix it up. Highly recommend it. It's a great time and it's a classic enduro. That's exciting. Yeah. We might have to make a big tripper or something one day. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody rides here anymore, but if we we could recruit (laughs) some more people to ride, then maybe we can get out there and. Pull together a team, put together some jerseys, some lumberjack jackets. Yeah. Racing in flannel. Oh, that'd be good. But yeah, it's beautiful Ontario in the fall. Maple trees, leaves on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been over to that side of Canada before. Yeah. Totally worth it. So the if anyone out there is listening, those trails are closed for a week before. If you're caught pre-riding trails the week before, you're disqualified. Oh, that's serious. So I'm pretty sure they closed as of uh, yesterday, Friday. Oh, yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Good. That's exciting. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, I think we've gone far enough. What are we, an hour in? Probably. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, like 40 minutes. Oh, that's it? Oh, my goodness. We're just rambling off, just rattling through topics. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about? Um, you haven't been all that chatty these this past while. No, the, the knee thing has got me down. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the the Shurko's sitting out there. I've pushed it around the shop a couple times. Still haven't sold and, it. No, I haven't even listed it. I, like a couple people had expressed interest, and I and you told re- them to fuck off. Yeah, I didn't really sell it that hard. Like you know, when you don't really want to get rid of something, but you're kind of like, oh, is it time? It's time. I'm pushing <sighs> so hard for him to sell it. Yeah. That's because you want me on beta. I do. That would be nice. It'd be so cool to have like good starter design uh, yeah. and not go through three Bendexes a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It co- I like cost it. you it's the just, winning spot on the podium. I uh, know. 
but it's so like it's just so dialed. I get on it and it just feels at home. Yeah. And I was speaking of dialed and at home. My KTM's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I've said before. And anyone that has 4CS suspension needs to get revalved because there's so much to be desired. Yeah, it's way better. I didn't think it would be as good as it is. Yeah. Just having the Explore 48s. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so now it's, I wasn't sure if like it was worth spending the money. Yeah. And like we were talking about the gas money to parts money ratio. Yeah. I'm a way faster rider having proper suspension. Yeah. And I think that spending money on suspension, gold valve stuff or whatever to make those four CS better. Yeah. Is going to exponentially improve the yeah. the riding and the skill. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, like I I wasn't a believer before. Yeah. But now that I'm on my new bike, I absolutely think that the four CS needs some love. Yeah. Just to be that much better. Like I didn't even know. And this, you know, bringing it back to the quarter, I did it on stock 4CS. And when I was done, I was like, there's no way that everyone else is getting beat up this bad from this four. Like this, I I, yeah. I would then, after that, I described that fork as harsh. Like it just yeah. seemed like it didn't want to move. And I had backed everything off. Like I, the compression or sorry, the rebound was uh, about where I left it, but I backed the compression off to just try and soften it. But Again, yeah. we were, you know, our suspension episode, if you want to listen back on the difference between high and low speed, you're not adjusting your high speed with your clickers. Yeah. And I, I think that's where... Was you, there much high speed happening there? I think it's too much. Like the... Like on the, your... In the corduroy, sorry? Um, yeah. Like there's a ro- lot of the roots and stuff that like that chop that you're always going over, which... But we're talking like 90 kilometers an hour, 80 kilometers an hour in sections or... No, but it, yeah, but it's this high speed is your suspension track, like the speed your suspension is moving. So if you hit a, uh, yeah. uh, what was it? A four inch ledge at, at 50 or whatever. Yeah, it was like 15 kilometers an hour, yeah. 20 kilometers an hour at a four yeah. inch ledge. No, that's true. Then you're on your high speed circuit and that's where yeah. I think it really falls on its face. And it, after that, I, I did the gold valves for the mid valve and base valve on it. And absolutely, yeah. I'm with you. Like, suspension yeah. is. I really don't enjoy spending like money that I don't like see on my bike. Yeah. But like, on like, it's yeah. Something, it's, if I was to do it again, I'd probably just opt for that yeah. the suspension. Yeah. Yeah. No, you bring up a good point of we were discussing earlier. Like, okay, if you took the value of that part and put it into gas money, would you be a better rider? And I, yeah, I, you just saying with the suspension, I think you would. Yeah. It's and e- I can't imagine it's like just the new bike and uh, the geometry uh, yeah. and stuff, right? Like, I think uh, for me, that it's riding your stock suspension is great, but I think you can ride up against a wall on it as a limiting factor where you're just, yeah. you're getting beat up and you stop, you start. Being conservative because you're you're f- like flinching, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. And even as a, I'd say a lower level intermediate rider, like we're not we're not fabulous riders by any means. No. Just for your average Joe, it's still worth it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, that flinch, right? Like if you're riding up against something, and say so you got a, a, a three inch log, a four inch log on the trail at perpendicular. Yeah. And you you just cringe at what your bike is going to do to you when you're rolling up to that. Kind of a Jesus take the wheel moment. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, that, oh, here it comes. Then, yeah, suspension is probably a good thing to consider at that point. Yeah. I think so. 
And so, yeah, if you're a savvy guy, the race tech stuff. If you're not, go uh, check out your local shops. Yeah, there's and there's a bunch of shops actually. Yeah, especially locally or like in BC, anyways. Yeah, like, like in large centers, they all seem to have one. Yeah, I think there's one in Mission and uh, yeah, Vernon, Prince George. Yeah. yeah, Williams Lake. Williams Lake. Yeah. My goodness, is there any riding there? Probably. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Must be. Maybe. Could I be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't travel enough. Okay, well, we're gonna wrap it up here. I'm all out of I'm all out of bullshit. Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> the monthly spin cycle. Yeah, so hopefully we'll get back to doing them. I think we're trying to do them weekly now. Yeah, yeah, it's handy. Try and do them on Saturday mornings. Alrighty, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Yes, and we'll give uh, us a message. Let us know. We're always looking for inspiration, topics for episodes at Hardendro Hosers on Instagram and hardendrohosers.com and uh, that'll send you a link to our anchor and you can just click leave a voice message and yeah, yeah and be on the show quit being shy and coy and just leave us a voice message because yeah. we'd really appreciate it it'd be awesome alrighty guys thanks for listening we'll see you in the next one take care <laughs>